0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have ripped another month off the calendar. We are now into August. Hunting season is right around the corner, and we could not be more excited. This podcast is brought to you by the boys up in uh, Spokane, Washington, Pacific Calls. Listen, what better way to bring in a new waterfowl season than to get a new goose or duck call? We got a promo code, BHP25. will save you 25% off of your order. Tell you what, it's one of my favorite things to do. New hunting season, you got to get a new call. They have totally redesigned the 206, made the, uh, made the insert a little bit longer, so it's a little bit more user-friendly, but it doesn't sacrifice anything. So uh, you can look at that online, or I still say that the PCD is the best duck call that is on the market today. Not even close, hands down, winner, PCD. So go check them out at pacificcustomcalls.com, and uh, you know while you're at it, maybe get you a world-famous T-shirt. This podcast is also brought to you by Shin Gear Waiters. They have taken the waiter market by storm. These waiters are built better to last longer. It is a tough, durable nylon material that stands up to those uh, those pesky little branches that you seem to find at four o'clock in the morning and puts a big asshole in your waiters. So um, these are more durable, a lot more durable than that uh, polyester, and it is backed. By their guarantee that they will stand behind these waders for as long as you will stand in them so if you do rip them you do get a hole in them something's coming apart you send them back to the folks over at shin gear they'll patch them and they'll get them right back out to you in a timely manner the customer is their number one priority and that's refreshing to see go check them out ShinGear.com. if you're tired of having to buy a new pair of waders every year or two you can get these you can be done with it and you can see why these are built better uh, we're also brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. Jeez, they've got more products. They've got a uh, new layout chair coming out. They've got new flag coming out. That's the one I'm looking forward to because I have had hell finding a, a goose flag that uh, can stand up to seven days of use. So, um, And also, Dive Bomb is coming out with a brand new pose, a new speckle belly pose, a V2 uh, alternate pose. And it's going to kind of show that uh, those, those lighter colored breast feathers and it'll add a nice contrast and a nice pop to your decoy spread this fall. They're really a one-stop shop whenever it comes to uh, silhouettes and floaters. Like I said, be looking out for some of the other stuff they got coming out. That's at divebombindustries.com. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth is the way to go. It's back-end style, shipped straight to your door, no middleman
1: dad's final rusting pace we dropped <laughs> we dropped dad off with Brandon and uh, Zach and he's going to be loaded up in some shotgun shells and we'll be shooting them around here this next couple of years
0: I don't know if I'm gonna shoot mine well depends on how much depends on how far Ron goes
1: Dad's dream was to be shot in shotgun shells so he's getting and now he's got it with the, the guys, guys over at,
0: at boss shot shells they've got a simple approach make a great shotgun shell that hits hard and has a clean kill so go check them out at BossShotShells.com. Also, we're brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the only way that I start my morning every single morning, especially here when I'm running on little sleep at the Big Honker Lodge. We've got a new blend out, the Missouri Boat Ride. They've got a high velocity. They've got good-looking merchandise. So head over to DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Get what you're going to need for those little pick-me-ups. Be shot out of a cannon with a cup of the duck. Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck, best blind on the market. Now they've got a big boy dog crate. Big dogs like Lou Five star crash test rated They've also got Fan system That you can put on this crate And keep your dog cool In the summertime Constantly innovating Over there at Lucky Duck Uh, Like I said They've already got The best blind That's on the market With the uh, Lucky Duck Two by four You can fit four grown men Tops come together Real nice And uh, spinners Can't beat them Go check them out Luckyduck.com We're also brought to you By Gundog Outdoors New bumpers are out I'm getting my dog In shape right now Go buy the
1: first aid kit Everybody needs to have a first aid kit with them. Keep one in your truck. Keep one in your blind. When you need it, you need it. The times you don't need it, that's a great day. But when you do need it, you can sure make your day a little better by having one.
0: If you're a hunting guide, you should carry one in your in your
1: In your vehicle or in your blind bag. I agree with you. I mean,
0: you need to carry a couple. Like you said, one in your pickup, one in your blind bag for when you're out in the the spread. But you just don't know what's going to happen. And you need to be prepared for everything. This uh, safety kit got a lot of cool features, so... Go check them out at Gun Dog Outdoors. And if you've got a fat dog like i got a fat dog named Lou, they got uh, new bumpers out right now, and they're nice, too. They're nice and soft. they got a nice weight to them. You can throw them a long way.
1: You working with Lou tonight again, or is it just a one-night deal?
0: <laughs> we'll see how it goes. GunDogOutdoors.com. We're also brought to you by Goose Creek Retrievers. Speaking of gun dogs, Matt Peel, he's on a circuit right now. He is just going to all the hunt tests. I think he's killing it at most of them. He's uh, he's putting out a lot of great dogs right now. He's uh, he's a hell of a dog trainer. If you've got any questions about your hunting dog for this coming season, if you've hit a sticking point and you need a professional, I would highly recommend you check out Matt Peel at Goose Creek Retrievers. You can check him out online. Uh, Instagram is Goose Creek Retrievers, or uh, you can just find Matt Peel. Shoot him a message and the man he'll help works you.
1: hard and loves the animals. He does, and that's what you want in a dog trainer.
0: He is living the dream, baby, living the dream. So go check them out at Goose Creek Retrievers. We're also brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. Logan and Rebel, y'all put enough pressure on them. Their recording episodes are up on Patreon right now, so uh, you can subscribe to their Patreon account. Uh, it's a small monthly fee, and you can get... The bourbon reviews are free to everybody, but you can, you'll can you be uh, allowed access to listen to all the shenanigans going on over there at uh, the Cheek Beater Studios. They put on a great podcast, so go check them out.
1: Club. East Texas Rebel and Fanboy Logan.
0: <laughs> uh, we're also brought to you by Bangtail Whiskey. They ship whiskey straight to your door. It is a beautiful whiskey that I have enjoyed all summer long. I make my whiskey
1: sours out of it. Did you see who Brandon Bing was with this weekend? Who? John Daly. John Daly. John Daly, huh? sitting at the bar with him. Having him a bangtail. Was he really? Yeah. John, well, I don't know if John had bangtails. I don't know if he's on the bottle or not. But John looks like he's had lots of good days. So yeah. Brandon Bing is meeting some really cool people and getting to hang out with some people like that. So pretty cool.
0: Well, that's cool. I know uh, you look on uh, you look online and bangtails kind of <laughs> taking off everywhere. So check them out if they're at your uh, local liquor store, Bangtail Whiskey. It is, uh, it's a very good whiskey and I cannot recommend it enough. So go check them out, bangtailwhiskey.com
1: this podcast finally brought to you by iSight drones which we have pipeline inspections wind turbine inspections well pad inspections power line inspections solar panel inspections so if you have anything in the outdoor business outdoor stuff oil related construction farming they can take care of you they support drain tile survey do stand counts ranch land inspections severe weather inspections livestock counts and watershed mapping Folks, it's 2021 and drones are part of our world. Eyesight Drones can do it all. Construction, farming, ranching, oil, every industry can use it. <clears throat> it's so much easier and quicker, and they can get stuff done. They can do 3D modeling, vol- volumetrics, aerial site mapping, and job site monitoring, and that's eyesight drones. And that's iSightDrones.com.
0: We're also brought to you, last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. If you want dates with us, you better call. In a hurry because the little bit of time that I had before we started rolling on this podcast, the phones have been ringing off the hook. So, it is not going to be long and we're going to be just about booked up. So, we've got some dub dates available and uh, a couple weekdays for goose hunting. So, look us up, Stanford Hunting Outfitters, or you can call us 940 658 317 all right, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of the podcast, we are joined by Brett Martina from the great state of Florida, Sunshine State. Uh, talk about everything he's got going on. He's in the middle of tarpon season right now. Very funny individual. Hope you enjoy it. Uh,
1: And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by the Looking Glass Duck Club. I am Jeff Stanfield with the world-famous Andy Shaver. How's it going? You sound like you're, you're just being a real dick today, aren't That's you? That's right, Jeff. Yeah. Get rolling. Get rolling. <laughs> Having a bad day, huh? Get rolling. With us today from Apalachicola, Florida, Mr. Brett Martine. Did I say it right? Martina.
2: Martina. Martina. Fuck,
1: I fuck up our intro. It don't matter who the fuck we have on here. I fuck it up every time. <laughs> and I even write my shit down, but I fucking put my list down. What's life like in Apalachicola?
2: Hot right now.
1: It's hot fuck here, too.
2: Yeah, I'm in the middle of my tarpon. Well, i am almost got a month left of my tarpon season.
1: How big a tarpon are y'all catching?
2: Oh, biggest one I grabbed this year was it linked and girthed out to 201.
1: 201 pounds? Yeah, on a fly rod. Mother, father, that's a fish nap. How long did it take for him to get it in? Ooh, that one's about 45
2: something like that that guy knew how to pull on a fish uh, it all depends on who you have on the boat and just like somebody with a shotgun some can shoot some can't how how deep of water are you catching
1: Mar- Mar- uh, tarpon in? two three foot that, that fish was probably in six foot of water and you using top water to catch him,
0: uh,
1: no flies
2: like fly fishing so we're using that was with a so enrico puglisi ties me certain flies every year Certain part of my season, I use this flies and then I'll tie all my other ones. And I use some from SS flies.
1: Now, how big are these flies? Because most people have never tarpon fished. Tarpon fishing is kind of like sandhill crane hunting. It's not very many people have done it.
2: No, it's probably, I would say, the flies range from three inches to six. So
1: that big old fish is eating a little little bait.
2: I'd say on average, they're three and a half.
1: A two hundred pound fish—that's freaking amazing! Now can, the water's murky there, right?
2: Yeah, sometimes. Now you can—I go further west or east, and the water cleans
1: up most of the time. Now you trying to catch them in the murky water or the clean water?
2: Uh, preferably the cleaner water with sun. With sun. Yes, need sun. Sun's key ingredient. It seems to be uh hard to come by these
1: days. Is it is it morning time or afternoon? What when, if you're needing the sun? Are you catching middle of the day? Yes, you can. It's
2: just basically based on the tide more than anything. Your tide dictates where the fish are going to be and uh, how they swim, how well they swim. Uh, moon phase, probably. You know, I think all that, everything in correlation in the outdoor doors
1: results around the moon. Yeah, I, ble- I sure sure fucks up duck hunting and goose hunting yeah. real quick. So. Okay, I don't know much about tarpon. I know tarpon are caught, South Texas, Padre Island area, they catch some tarpon up to Port O'Connor, I guess, and then Florida. And that's the two main areas, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think the 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 East Coast is getting more popular, you know, around South Georgia, Jacksonville, you know, all that. They're, I think they're bait fishing more than anything. But as far as fly fishing, you got pretty much the Keys, Around on the west coast of Florida and up to here, over to Destin and all that stuff.
1: I've I've been fishing at Laguna Madre and had a tarpon break the surface and grab a fish or something when he was there. It's a big, it was pretty awesome fish. But they they have went through a time where they were they were depleted, weren't they? That they made they had a big die off a long time ago in the 30s or 20s, didn't they? I think it was killing them all. But you know, the times have changed with that. They don't really kill them no more. They're not a good eating fish, are they?
2: No, they ain't no point to kill them. They've, they got more value in the water than they do out of the water.
1: So you're catching and releasing every one of them you catch?
2: Oh, yeah. That's all. I won't kill one. I ain't at the world record or anything like that.
1: What is the world record on one of them?
2: 202. And you caught a 201-pounder? I've actually caught a 82-by-48, which linked and girthed out to 243. So you've caught the world record? On a fly rod, technically, but I don't fish IGFa leader, so it doesn't quote quote unquote count. And you have to kill the fish,
1: so it don't do you no good. Then there's no big prize for having the world record tarpon. Then no, your name know, in a book. What does that do for you? Well, I know if you caught a if you caught a world record largemouth bass, it would be really worth millions of dollars.
2: Yeah, see, I don't think it would. I don't think if you caught a world record tarpon, it would do a whole bunch for your career or anything like that. Maybe you'd have some hype around you, but. The way the tarpons looked at this day and age, you know, with your water quality issues in Florida, fish kills, red tide, all that good stuff, like you kill one now, you are probably gonna get frowned at more than
1: anything. Now, Apalachicola is the is that the mullet capital of the world? That area where y'all are. At? Y'all eat mullet, don't y'all?
2: Oh yeah, we eat mullet. We eat mullet gizzards. We eat the roe. Everything, backbones, all of it.
1: Y'all are like fancy coonasses then, because <laughs> in Texas we ain't eating no fucking mullet, and they're good. M- mullet's good damn good never the first
2: thing soft shell crab uh, y'all get them out there
1: we don't have soft shell crab well in fucking west texas we ain't got shit <laughs> that is true all y'all got them normally a giraffe. that yeah uh you're a duck hunting guide also
2: uh-huh i huh. don't run a ton of duck hunt trips i run some basically for my repeat clients you know my clients come in or they want to come duck hunting and I'll, we'll do some coastal duck hunts with them.
1: Now, what are y'all killing?
2: Mainly redhead. So it, our hunting kind of depends on my river levels and basically like South Louisiana, you know, like they'll, they'll have a good flow of fresh water. They'll have some good grass. And then say a hurricane comes in, they have a bunch of saltwater intrusion and all the grass dies. Typically that duck season sucks that year. You know, mine's basically the same thing. Uh, as long as we stick keep good fresh water, no hurricanes, not a lot of saltwater
1: intrusion, I normally typically have a good duck season. And you're killing, and redhead is y'all's bird of choice that y'all are killing.
2: That is the main species. I would rather shoot puddle ducks preferably, but the way social media and you know public lands become, you don't really get to work ducks like you used to.
1: Now, do y'all have a lot of puddle ducks in Florida? The, the, the thing is, people don't realize Florida's got a lot of waterfowl. It's famous it's for got, alligators and bikinis.
2: Yeah, it's got a pile the further. Like, like, so there's a place called the Lakes Ranch down around Okeechobee, and it's kind of where they stuff. They, they had these big reservoirs that, that, that they pump Okeechobee into them. To, so basically the states come in and put these big, they call them STAs essentially. But this is all on private land and they especially holding ponds for Lake Okeechobee water before they pump it out east and west, which is a big issue down in South Florida from big sugar, but they um man, it's got I think it's three hundred and eighty thousand acres and it's incredible. So you're
1: that water makes, you're watering a lot of birds there or wintering a lot of birds they
2: there. They have a bunch of model ducks, a bunch of blue wings, not a ton of green wings down there, pintails, widgeon, stuff like that. But where I where I'm at, basically what we winter's the I would say us, this coastline right here and, you know, the Texas coast probably winters most of the redheads.
1: Yeah, the Texas Coast holds a bunch of redheads.
2: I'd say I'd say we hold very similar I don't know how many birds go there. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we got thirty thousand, forty thousand.
1: Oh, I think they're duck along num- the coast. I bet their duck numbers are ten times that down there. Oh, really? Yeah, they got a lot, I mean, a lot of birds. But the, but the coast is different down there. They've got the big Laguna Madre and stuff, and y'all have got beaches a lot of places, right?
2: Oh yeah, you basically. Well, you could actually probably shoot redheads on the beach if you wanted to. I like be, sitting on the beach.
1: I'll be damned. I don't did that, that, that's crazy how big of spreads are you having to hunt when you're hunting
2: them i only put out it depends on where i'm hunting you know I, the, it's it's like anything if you want to pull them where they don't want to be big spreads 100 100 to 150 is what i normally run but last year on my hunts i ran like 60. how and deep of
0: water is it
2: that you can wait in that water where i was it's was probably two foot you got like that. you got gators there also not where I was hunting there, but yes, in the head of the bay, we do have a bunch of gators. Fuck
1: that. Sharks and gators. There ain't no
2: fucking way I'm doing that shit. Sharks ain't that bad. Not because you got to think your water temps get cold during the winter, so your sharks go offshore. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of them will go to deeper water and push offshore. You don't see near, like, it'll get cold enough during the winter, the sharks get out of there to the shallow water.
1: So, So when you're hunting these ducks... You're sitting out 10 dozen how are you hiding you hiding in a boat or are you in waiters
2: yeah, a lot of times i'd hunt uh i got a pop-up blind on my boat and uh hunt out a boat and then otherwise you get you park the boat and you get out on the bank and you, and you, and you basically make you a little blind
1: and all that good stuff is there a lot of other hunters there that you're dealing with you, there used to not be any it's like used everything have, else
2: it used to be about three guys locally that just hunted here and that wasn't long ago that was like i'm gonna say six years ago there wasn't hardly anybody here
0: what led to that i mean what led to the explosion of people
2: social media i think you know it's i think it's basically turned duck hunting to being the it thing to do you know you get on that damn tiktok you see them on there. you get on instagram right See 'em everywhere. What you pissed off about?
0: Oh, fucking! Uh, we brought Tony had surgery, and we brought food for him, and now they can't fucking find it. It's just, I'm telling you what, this whole thing is a shit show and a half here at the Big Honker Lodge <laughs> today.
1: What are you, what are you bitching about now?
0: I'm trying to tell Tony tell where the fucking food is.
1: It's by the microwave. It's by the microwave. Okay. I'm always looking for then. Are you in business with anybody, any of your family? No. 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 Sometimes. This is what you would get. Sometimes you want to strangle the fuck out everybody here besides yourself. Do you have employees that work for you? I do have a couple guides.
2: I don't claim them as employees. I have a couple <laughs> um, fishing trips, buddies. I just refer them to them. What you do you? Know?
1: What, what's the most fucked up fishing trip you've ever had?
2: Oh, uh, uh, I had one guy one time. Got on the boat. Well, I've had some shitty
1: ones now as far as shit breaking. Well, yeah, that's just everyday thing. I mean, that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, I got one story from this year. I had some guys fishing with me. We went to the east and anyways, caught the tarp and whatever. And I think my, I have this power pole charge thing in my boat. And I think it was using my, so if your one battery go dead, it'll feed off your trolling motor battery to start your motor. But I think I was using my trolling motor and poling and all that, fishing that area that day. It went dead. So I basically pulled ooh, about three and a half miles to the landing, and a thunderstorm came, and it was fucking lightning everywhere. Basically pulled up to the beach, got out of the boat, hit up on the shoreline, had to let that pass, and it was blowing like hell. And I pulled almost all the way to the boat ramp before I got, finally got a hold of somebody to come get me. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Was your customer day tip you that
2: day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they took care of me. They like me.
0: I don't fuck around with water. That's that I, makes,
1: I, I, I can't do water. Andy don't like to duck cutting waders. No. I don't like me neither. So, uh, no, no. do you, uh, the, the, these, these days like this, a, a long day like that, how long were those customers, how much longer was their trip than it normally would have been?
2: Oh, just from the pushing part, probably about two hours.
1: Whew. And you couldn't get another another guide to come get you, another a guide to come Wasn't help nobody you. fishing in that area that day. My <laughs> goal is to fish and hunt
2: away from people. That's always the goal.
1: It's to get away from everywhere else where everybody's at.
2: That's part of the reason why you do it. And when you take that equation out of it, and you can't. I mean, you, you basically go hunting and fishing, get in the outdoors and enjoy it. You don't go out there to be, hell, if I'm going to deal with people, I just go into the city.
1: You know, uh, every time I've been on a guided fishing trip, it's always on the coast somewhere and, and the outfitters, the guides will talk to other guides on the radio and on their phone visiting and shit. But you always get the local guy that follows around the guys and fuck shit up every time I've ever been on one and that yeah. it's pretty common and there's nothing you really can do about it. Cause they got the same right. Y'all do to be out there. No fuck, They don't, they don't have the same right.
2: No, they do not. How's that? You got to respect the people that did it before you.
1: But they have the From I, a
0: law standpoint. From, they from the law standpoint,
1: they, they can go to the same place you can. It's kind of like guiding hunts on public land. Yeah, law
2: wise, yeah. It works a little different. It's very political in some areas as far as the
1: fishing world. Right. I understand that. But you can't do nothing about some asshole getting right up behind you. It's a bullshit deal to do people that way, but they do it.
2: Yeah, they do. They don't really do it to me, so I'm pretty fortunate.
1: And they don't follow you around with their phones. I've seen guys on fishing trips before getting on their phone marking spots. I thought, What a fucking asshole.
2: They won't do that. My my guys fish with me year in, year out. Like they're financially stable. They don't you know, they don't need to they don't need that. They, they don't, don't want
1: to fish on their own. They want to fish with a guide.
2: Yeah, it's easier.
1: Yeah, yeah. No shit.
2: It's easier. I mean, they get on the boat with me, we're gonna most likely be on the fish where we need to be. You know, all that. We're going to be – their success rate going to be a lot better.
1: Yes, that's why they go on them. The same as going on a guided hunt, you know. Yep. You're, 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 you're just curving your odds in your favor a whole lot more. And, bad, right. and, ba- and there's bad days. I don't give a shit. If you fish or hunt every day and you fish 100 days out of a season, you're going to have some bad days. It's just going to yeah, happen. I
2: mean, you're dealing with wild
1: animals. Yep. And I've always felt sorry for the fishing guys, because when you're fishing, you can't see shit. Like, you can see flocks of birds way off and know there's birds there. And then when you ain't catching no fucking fish, it's just, they're there, but you can't see them, so there's, it's a long fucking day. What, uh,
2: guess is I know if they're there or not, because they gon' most of the time, you can see a lot of times where I'm at, and it's, it's, it's basically, you know, I'm sight fishing, so if they're not moving, there's nothing you can do sometimes
1: what's the weirdest shit you've ever caught
2: I'm trying to think probably my wife <laughs> 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 She. <laughs> no i don't know man it, it's i don't really catch a lot of weird shit because like the way i target species it's not like especially going to a pond where y'all hunt and saying okay well there's 500 mallards in here we kind of know what we're going to shoot, you know.
1: So you're going to basically catch tarpon, or what else do you what else do you target?
2: Uh, redfish during the uh, fall. Like I'm, I'm winding down my tarpon season now, and then I'll jump straight into red for three months, and then I'll go hunting.
1: Do y- y'all catch a lot of croaker and sand trout there too?
2: Uh, the bait guides do. The I ba- don't.
1: Because you're doing just redfish or tarpon. Yeah,
2: the bait- sight fishing redfish or basically just tarpon
1: now do y'all catch snook also sometimes
2: we don't we're too we get too cold for the snook okay i but, wish we
1: but we don't now the tarpon you said you're fixing a quick catch tarpon and start redfish do the tarpon migrate further south when it gets cool
2: they do they do so normally it'll be a first big cold front in november it'll be the fish coming from like louisiana you'll see them way offshore they're trucking though you can't catch them. They're just moving quick. And uh, right now, our migration's over with. It's
0: like a
2: big fish that goes towards Louisiana.
0: That redfish, that's a good fish to eat, from what yeah, I understand. I don't
2: red- they ain't worth a damn, in my opinion. A redfish, really?
1: and you'll eat a mullet.
2: Yeah, uh, a mullet tastes better than a redfish.
1: Oh, come on now. Them coon asses are going to disagree with you on that.
2: They got the mud mullet. We got mud mullet too around the river, but you don't eat the mud mullet.
0: How's a mud mullet and a mullet like you get? How are they different?
2: So we got a river. It's basically the same, very similar ecosystem as Louisiana, just a much smaller version. And like if you eat a mullet from there, it tastes like shit. Mm -hmm. But if you go out to the Bear Islands and all that stuff and get them, probably if you caught a mullet off the Chandelier Islands and cooked it, it tastes good to be honest with you because it's sandy out there it's more grass you know it's it's a
1: cleaner water system essentially so they're catching the mullet around pensacola Destin, panama city and that's island. a cleaner clearer water now i have never ate a mullet from
2: over there we call it so saint george island you uh-huh. know where you stand over there yes you know we call it island mullet that's a good mullet to eat because you're away from the fresh water
1: because Appalachicola is where the river drops into it, and that's a famous place for oysters, correct? Yes, not
2: anymore. It's shut down for five years. What happened? Right. Uh, invasive species. Uh, they call them drill comps, lack of fresh water. And they say, you know, they say that some overharvesting happened. And I, I say that, but there's oyster bars I fish that have never been oystered and they're dead.
1: So something else is going on then? Yeah, something else. Like Five, everything. That was world. a big industry there back in the seventies and eighties. Oh, it was huge. There used to be. Hell, it wasn't that long ago you'd see
2: over a hundred boats oystering a day.
1: When we were yeah. there at St. George Island, there was, and they sold a trip. You know, you could spend, you could pay a couple hundred bucks and go work on an oyster boat for the morning. I thought, fuck that shit. That's fucking too much damn work for a fat boy. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Oh, I looked miserable, and I thought, pay two hundred bucks, to do that shit. That, that is a. Water. that that raking that they use, I guess they use like a double rake or something. That's gotta be a miserable job.
2: Yeah, it's the tomes, you know. Yes. They tong them off.
0: Gordon Ramsey was doing something. He was getting oysters or maybe it was just clams. Fuck I can't remember. Might have just been clams, but they dive down and get it.
1: No, these here they use these big tong rake looking deals and they stayed on the boat and, and so it's gotta be a miserable day. What kind of money do them guys making back in the day?
2: Not much, because it used to be, I remember growing up, it was $10 a bag. That's what they would
0: get. How many are in a bag? It's a shitload, isn't it? Oh, I don't know exactly. It was a 60-pound bag.
1: 60-pound sack. And
0: it was $10 for that 60-pound sack? That's what they would get. Fuck.
1: But they
2: could get 40 bags a day then.
1: I don't give a fuck. My lazy (laughs) ass, if they ain't paying me $1,500 a bag, I ain't doing that shit. That's a lot of, that's hard work too, boy.
2: Now, at the end of it, they was getting like $80 a bag, but they could only get down five bags, you know. That's crazy when you go from 100 boats getting, you know, 30 to 40 bags a day to – now, that price jumped pretty quick. You know, it went from 10 to 20 to 40, like, within just a few years, you know. I went and to, then it – what is it?
1: I went to Apalachicola in the mid-'70s. We stayed there on our way to Disney World. We stayed there two or three days, and there were so many oysters there then that the roads were oyster shells in places.
2: Oh, yeah. I bet you in the 70s. Now, I wasn't alive in the 70s, but I bet you in the 70s, it was they was raping. They was catching the hell out of them
1: in the 70s. It was, it was in the 70s. It was probably like 76, 77, but we stayed. We stayed at Destin for a couple of days on the deal, and then we stayed at Apalachicola at the KOA there on our uh-huh. way to Orlando. But the, the, I remember the roads were oyster shells.
0: No, wouldn't fuck up the
1: tires? No, they, they break. Sure. They're, they're, br- they're brittle. They're sharp as fuck. Well, on your fucking bare-ass feet, but not on a goddamn tire. <laughs>
2: fuck. You don't want to wait, Sean. I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: no, I bet that's the damn truth. But you just, yeah. what, you just they were on the roads everywhere.
0: I've seen some weird shit in a tire before, Jeff. Well, I'm I, sure bet that, it, I bet an oyster shell would cut your tire up.
1: I bet it has probably a few sometimes, but that shit yeah, makes some good duck food, too.
0: What, the moisture
2: shell? They make good
0: duck food if you can
2: grind them
1: up. Yeah, damn good duck food. If you're going to build your pond and bait them and get by with it, that's what you use is some ground up fucking oyster shells in them. They use that shit for grit.
2: Same thing with a dove for the crawl, you know? same stuff. All that
1: stuff, yeah. So do do y'all have any goose hunting at all in Florida?
2: Uh, They do. So up around Lake Seminole and around Val Austin and all that area, they had the issue with the canadians they came kind of invasive
0: so Man, like, like think, park geese just started yeah, taking over
2: yep and they started shooting them but that's the only i've only shot hunting down here probably five geese
1: you just don't see wow. them then
2: Nah, we don't really get them
1: how far now, over they, louisiana's got goose hunting does mississippi have goose hunting
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. I've shot. I've shot geese in Mississippi. I hunted around. Uh, what I hunt up there. <sighs> There's an old building. I think it's called the Smith & Company. There's an old store up there, and I hunted down into. De- now I didn't hunt on the coast. I hunted in the delta.
1: What about Alabama? Is there any goose hunting there, like around Mobile or anything, or is that?
2: It- I would say it's about the same damn thing. Old park geese. What he's talking about. So up you. Around- Following and all
0: that stuff. No
1: snow geese or speckle bellies that far then. Wow. That's what I was wondering if they'd went that far east.
0: No. I mean, everything's going everywhere. Um, So, so were you a uh, – you said you didn't watch football. I was going to ask if you're a Gators fan or a Hurricanes fan. I'm a
2: Florida State fan. I watch college football, just not professional.
0: So, so the Seminoles? Uh-huh. Yeah. What about uh, Tebow? He's, uh, he's kind of stomping around trying to make a comeback. He's a Florida – Florida legend,
2: Florida Gator. I don't, I don't think he. I thought he just got cut. I don't know if he's
0: gonna make Well, he's he's at practice right now, so who knows? He's trying to convert to tight end for Jacksonville. So
2: you can't be mad at Tebow. He was a good guy.
0: He was not a very good quarterback, but he was a good guy in pro in professional. Probably one of the greatest college athletes ever, but just didn't make it for whatever reason. Yeah. But yeah, he's trying to make a comeback. He's trying to play tight end.
1: What's the old river that's up there, um, where those the, those guys used to get all the lumber, the old sunken wood and shit?
2: Hold on, give me one second, y'all. I'm trying to get some soft shell crabs. Hold on. There you go. Hold on, y'all. Give me one second. What is it, Boo Boo? Look, they forty dollars for straight rolling, which is just a mixture.
1: i am going do that.
2: For all the biggins. Yeah, whatever he wants to do, mixture's fine. You want a mixture, and you want fifteen dozen. Yep. If he's got them. Uh, I'll do biggins too if he can't, you ain't got enough of the He'll mixture. He'll do whatever. He's waiting for me to tell him what, he, what you want. All right, just do that. What, the mixture of the biggins, a little half and half? Mixture's fine. All uh, right. We'll get them all, baby. anything, I'm I'll tell them. All right. All right, Buck.
1: All right. Is that boy's name really Boo Boo?
2: Yeah, that's my buck, good buddy. Hey, we're trying to get. There's one fella over here that's got. Uh, he probably got the best soft shell crabs you ever had, and uh, I I can get them direct from him.
1: I've never had a soft shell crab in my life. I, I don't think have you, Indy?
0: I don't know what would make it so good. They it's a crab, them. huh?
1: They are delicious. They are delicious. I and they fry, they fry the whole thing though, everything, Not the guts, everything. Mouth. Fuck them guts! You don't get them guts out of there. So they they, do? they pull them out. I thought they. I don't know shit about soft shells. I thought they cooked the whole fucking thing. So you pull the guts out before you cook them? Yes. So the way you clean them, you got your old crab here, and
2: if you flip them upside down, they got a little flap on the bottom. Pop that flap off, pop the top shell off. Take that out. They got what we call devil's fingers. That's their lungs on the side of them. Pop them out. I can use a butter knife, and I get them out. Then I get all the mustard. They call it mustard in the middle. And they have to get all that out, and I pop the little... I use off the front, and I season them. Then I put my batter on them, and then I fry
0: them. So you're not eating the guts in, Jeff? No, you're
1: not. I didn't know that. I what's what's? Okay. What's a dozen cost? Depending. From
2: this guy, they're expensive. They forty dollars a dozen.
1: So you just That's bought six hundred. You just bought six hundred dollars worth of crabs. Gotta have them. Gotta have them. Why is his so expensive compared to everybody else's? And why is it so good?
2: I think it's the water. So basically what they do is they get these pillow crabs out of the bay out of their traps and they bring them to their vats at their house. And they have to babysit this crab and check it every three hours. Jeez. Yeah, they have to check them. wake up in the middle of the night, check them. Because as soon as
1: they get soft where they want them, they got to pull them.
0: The second they get soft enough,
1: so they're molten. They're are they molten? Is they call it molten? Where yeah, are they... that's
2: exactly. When they come
1: out of that hard shell, that's when you want to get them. So, when, when, how often do they fall, come out of the hard shell?
2: That's you know. I think that's related to the moon and the day. You know, that's when they check them every
1: three hours. So, do, do they molt like once a month, or do they do it once a year? Now, that's a great question. I don't know that. God either. dang it! You're supposed to be our expert for this area. Now we we had Boo Boo on the line. And I, this is Boo stuff I need to know. know
2: <laughs>
1: Boo-Boo <laughs> don't know shit either. <laughs> so, Boo-Boo just sells expensive four,
0: soft-shell crabs.
1: So how many crabs can you eat I mean, at a time? I eat about four. So I, I'm doing the math here. They're, they're about three bucks a piece then. So. Yeah.
2: Sometimes I get them for $20 a dozen.
1: This says here,
0: small crabs will shed four or five times a month while older crabs may take 30 to 50 days to grow large enough before needing to shed again. i will be damned. Yeah.
1: So they watch them, and when the old shells come off, that's when you get them because you want to eat them the same time they're falling off, right?: Yeah, That's pretty damn interesting. So they taste Fair. like 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 a king crab. Are they the same kind of flavor to them? Or are they different? It's totally different flavor tonight. It's not the It's different. It's good. It's sweet.
2: It all depends on the crab, you know. Like this guy I got two buddies. I got another buddy my my age that does it. And he's out of crab. He's shut down right now. He's just doing hard shell right now. But uh I'd probably get i probably get fifteen dozen from him a year. I probably we'd probably go through thirty or forty dozen a year at my
0: house. Good Lord. It's a lot of crabs. It's a lot of fucking crab. I just thought my college experience was a lot.
1: Dun, dun, dun. That's not even funny. Them kind of crabs, you can drown them. So, <laughs> so, so you uh, are, you're not doing crab. You're not doing crab cakes with these kind of crabs in.
2: Oh no, no, no. These aren't picking crabs. So you pick hard crabs.
1: And you fry these and put them on a sandwich or by themselves.
0: Ah, by themselves.
1: Fuck yeah! For that amount of money, I'm gonna have to have some crabs like this. I've never had a soft shell crab.
0: Y'all gotta
2: come
1: back down here and hang out with me, and we'll cook you some. I'm going to eat some of these fucking mullet, too, because mullet is a trash fish where I come from. And I saw a guy on one of the ch- uh, food channels, and he was in fucking Florida, somewhere in that area, and he was eating mullet. And I thought, fuck, you were hanging out with some rednecks. He also ate some raccoon. so I ain't eating no fucking raccoon. <laughs> well, that's what I said about raccoon and mullet. So you understand I, how I thought. But, yeah, you can have fucking raccoon. Baby, did you put that food in
2: the fridge? Yeah, I ain't eating no raccoon. Do y'all have Nutra there? No, we do not. That's one thing I kind of... I know they're invasive and pain in the ass, but it'd be cool
1: shooting them big bastards.
0: Yeah, I see those guys. I guess it what is it, Louisiana? Yeah, they're everywhere. Just East Texas is shooting them, them real
1: bad in places too, I think.
0: Just because they're moving I, over? I'm sure
1: Mississippi, Alabama, anywhere in that Delta area has got them. Uh, they're like Democrats. and fuckers are out of control everywhere they go.
0: And they fuck up everything when yeah, they get man, there. Yeah, man, they
1: fuck it all up. I do like y'all's governor. Hey, we got a hell of a governor. He is. He told him today to kiss his ass on that mask shit, too. Really? Yeah, sure did. We, bar- we probably got the best governor in the country. I would say that's very debatable because I like ours, but I, he ain't near as good as DeSantis is. Oh, so Hot Wheels, the guy we got in the wheelchair, yeah. I'd take DeSantis any day over him.
2: Yeah. Hopefully DeSantis runs for president.
1: Well, I hope Trump runs again and wins legitimately and they don't fuck him this time. But if he don't if he don't run, I hope DeSantis runs too. That would I, be- got, my,
2: I got my money on DeSantis right now. I, I hope
0: Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, you good,
1: buddy.
0: I hope that Trump runs for this next term, gets DeSantis as the VP, and then hands it over to DeSantis for eight years after that.
1: And that would be a good twelve year run for our country if that happened.
2: Yeah, DeSantis will do good things, I
1: know. He he's done a good job he's a lot better than joe i shit my pants biden we got it fucking dc now i can tell you that much
2: (laughs) ain't a big fan of that fella i don't i don't
1: know anybody's got a job that is (laughs) it's costing me money oh goddamn! it's terrible so uh shotgun shells y'all got shotgun shells in florida right now you can buy anywhere are they pretty short supply
2: shit stocked up back there
1: are are the stores selling them though
2: uh, I think we can get them. I got a couple buddies that own sporting goods stores that I ain't had, I hadn't really had a whole bunch of issue getting bullets.
0: It's getting scary right now. That's for sure. Is it, Is it getting worse?
2: Yes. Yeah. A lot it's worse. I, I got probably 15 cases in
0: there. You'll be a popular man.
2: Yeah, but I ain't getting them.
1: <laughs> You'll be able to sell them motherfuckers more expensive than them damn crabs you bought a minute ago. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. I'll bet shotgun shells. I bet you could take those fifteen cases of shotgun shells to the middle of Arkansas at February when snow goose season opens and sell them fuckers uh-huh. for probably fifty to hundred dollars a box. Really? I I, th- I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know them snow goose guys are going to get their bullets.
2: I'll just send a text just to make sure. Look, y'all making me send a text by some bullets.
0: <laughs> but powder the the powder's getting hard to find, and then uh, holes the the holes that they put them in they're they're getting harder to find so it's all fucked up they say it's gonna trickle on into 2022 really like the vehicle situation yeah
2: fuck that is a fucked up mess and we had to i had to buy a truck that was the biggest shit show i have ever tried to do in my life buy a truck
0: during covid just because they didn't have anything or what were they trying to do to you well
2: the people were doing the dealer markup fees and you'd call somebody they'd have a truck they say yeah we'll sell it to you for ten thousand dollars over sticker
0: Ooh, yeah i said fuck you fuck that
2: one of them and i cussed somebody out out in texas (laughs) i said y'all motherfuckers trying to fuck the american blue collar worker
1: probably that cocksucker from abilene that fucked me on my jeep the other day so yeah so what did you end up having to do you finally found a good deal
2: my friends here in florida uh
1: they had one it was a dealer demo. Oh okay, Tony. My brother bought a truck, and he bought it the same day he went to get it. They just happened to have one, but uh, most people I know, it's taken a long time to get a vehicle, and the marked up prices is. I saw where someone bought uh, a vehicle their day, and they paid ten thousand over MSRP. They if have somebody, no
2: choice. And somebody does. I don't give a fuck. That is fucking complete stupidity. Oh, I agree,
0: mm-hmm.
2: completely. You can pay ten thousand dollars over sticker.
0: Fuck no, because it drops twenty as soon as you drop it, off, drive it off a lot.
2: You know what's crazy is I did the Kelly blue book on my truck. I got now
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and I could basically get exactly what I paid for it right now.
0: Oh, I don't doubt it. My right now. Yeah.
2: You know, but as soon as some chips and everything catches up, that motherfucker going to drop 15 grand.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My wife has a uh, expedition. She got the, when they redid the, the model in like 2018 or whatever, and she's getting calls for it right now. We can get more money for it. Than what we paid, paid, than what we paid for it. Problem is, what the fuck? You can't buy anything to replace it. And she loves That's this true. motherfucker. I mean, it's it's exactly she she shopped for it for months, and she found exactly what she wanted. It's got everything in it that she wants. You're not gonna be able to replace it.
2: That's right. So the way I look at this is, the dealers that was charging ten thousand dollars, I remember them. Yeah, overstepped. And when them motherfuckers, when this shit gets back normal, they trying to handle them, I'm going to call them fuck with
1: them. <laughs> I remember that's, them. Yeah. I'm going to call them fuck
2: with them. <laughs> they, one day they're going to be trying to hand the vehicles out and give them away, and they ain't going to be able to do it.
0: That's uh... I'm going to
2: have them son of a bitch that's just about to damn bite the line. I'm going to let them go. <laughs> <laughs> they pissed me all the way off because I don't fuck people.
0: Yeah. No, I I uh, we're trying to sell my pickup. I think we've got it sold out right, but so I'm going to have to go through all this shit again just in the not too distant future. But I hopefully, I mean, we're not we've got three vehicles and I I'm about to get to the time where I'm in my work pickup most of the time, so we're not in any big hurry. Whenever what those truck are...
2: you all run out there hunting every day. Do what? What truck you all run out there hunting? I I've, I've got
0: ju- I've got just a Dodge 1500 that I an o, hold up. An o, an o, an 08 Dodge that's got 150,000 miles on it, and I beat the piss out of that thing all winter long, and I don't feel bad about it.
1: Is this same you bought it in college brand new, didn't you? Yeah. That was that's that's the
0: last vehicle that I'm ever gonna buy brand new. Which one? My Dodge 08.
2: I tell you what I'm waiting on is the new Toyota
1: Tundras.
0: Do they look good? I hadn't seen those. I don't care what they look, them motherfuckers hold up. Oh, the Toyotas?
1: I got a Chevy. Yeah. I got a Chevy Z seventy one, and I've had six or seven of them in a row. And for the money, it's the best truck you can get.
2: Yeah, but, see, that's what I always ran with Chevrolet. But the last one I had, God, it was a pain in my ass. I never was a nineteen. Now it could be I keep it in the woods a little bit, but my damn brakes went out, and I went to fix. So I fucked up. So these new ones, you can't fix the brakes on your own, right? So up there in Alabama, where the wife's from, I stay up there during the winter time. A lot of times I'm back and forth here and there, but when I'm deer hunting up there, I'm always on the the peanut fields and all. And after a big rain, you know it gets in your rims and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. And my brakes went out at thirty thousand. I went to replace the brake pad, and the parking brake's electric now. So basically, you shut the whole master cylinder down. And my buddy did the same thing on his hunting truck. And it was going to cost like $2,800 to get it fixed and brake pads. I said, fuck that. <laughs> Trading it in.
1: I have, my Chevrolets, I've never had any problems with it. But my transmission did go out on it. And there's a bunch of them. And I think it's a 16 or 17. And it went out. And I chased tornadoes and I had a ton of miles for fucking scouting and shit. So when I buy me another pickup, it's going to be my pickup to drive to town. I, oh, I'm going to yeah. keep my old truck. There's no sense. I, I'll drive it to the fucking wheels. I'm going to give it to one of my grandkids probably one day when they get their license. I just don't see yeah. no reason to buy a new pickup for that.
2: They had some issues with the 8-speed more than the 6-speed.
0: On the Chevys?
2: Yeah. So the the, the new transmission in the 10-speed, I think Ford and Chevrolet were in the same transmission in the fifteen hundred. They got together and designed it together, from what I understand.
1: Well, me and two of my guides all had the same pickups, and we all had the same transmission go out.
2: Yep, that was the six speed, and the eight speed may have been worse than the six. To be honest with you,
0: I've got a I've got a Ford that I'm selling now, and I'm looking at the twenty uh, ones, and they look. I got I got a twenty one. The fucking interior looks like it's on a out of this world.
2: Yeah, I got one with
0: the big monitor and everything.
2: Yeah, I got all that shit.
0: Ooh boy,
2: I got power boost. The oh, we, one that's the hybrid with the uh that bitch got some power, let me tell you.
1: Really? Those oh, gas
2: are, truck. I ain't never seen a gas truck that much
1: power. Andy, we're talking to the man from Apalachicola The motherfucker bought six hundred dollars worth of crabs <laughs> on the fucking podcast. He said he ain't driving no piece of shit. He's driving fucking luxury right there. But yeah the,
2: I had a Ford that I wrecked and it was gone after I traded that gym. I had three thousand miles on it totaled it. Oh, that man. sucks.
0: <laughs> What'd you hit?
2: Uh, somebody pulled out in front of me. Mm. Totally it.
0: That sucks. Buddy of ours, he was on the fucking phone. He pulled over, doing the responsible thing, pulled over on the side of the road, and the grass was growing up. He didn't see that he fucking drove over a culvert, and he fell about four feet (laughs) off the side (laughs) of the road. (laughs) Fucking all four tires are flat, bent his uh, drive shaft, fucked it up. He said it was a hell of a ride for a couple seconds. I guarantee you. But he didn't see it. Trying to be responsible. Got a phone call. Going to pull over to the side of the road and boom, boom bottom fell out of it. But oh. I'm glad to know about this, uh, the 21 Fords.
1: So, if people want to get a hold of you to go on this tarpon fishing trip, where do they get a hold of you at?
2: Uh, my cell or yeah. amazing people call me on my cell, 850-323-0124. I'm full, though, so I didn't. they call me their fuck.
1: What about next year? They fuck still? I-
2: I'm pretty much fucked.
1: So if you want to get <laughs> fucked, they need to call you. Then is what you're saying because they ain't doing them no good. They're not going to get fish.
2: No, I would probably put them on a boat with somebody, but I'm 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 pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered for a while.
1: That's a good problem to have. It's a very good problem to have.
2: Yeah, it, it's pretty good. I got guys. I'm I need more days in the year.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah, for that, but it is what it is. It's good business. Life's treating me well. I enjoy
0: it, you know? Well, you're lucky if you get to do something that you love every day. I mean, you beat the system otherwise.
1: Me and you are living the same dream. Andy, you heard him bitching earlier about this fucking technical shit. He's not living the fucking oh, dream. Oh, you
0: just wait until we get off this fucking phone, this call here, and you're really about to hear some bitching. So, <laughs> you're going to hear the curse words fly because it has been 41 minutes and I've just been holding it in.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, he's, he's bitching, whining some more. Well, Brett, we sure appreciate you being on here. Uh, you fit, you're, you're, full, you're full. You don't need no clients. You sound like you had a good thing going.
2: I mean, I can, I can always take some more during redfish. It's just my tarpon season's full. It's kind of hard to wiggle me in. You got a website
1: or Facebook uh, page?
2: Hackerinshore.com. Yeah. It's old and raggedy. Prices ain't even right on it.
1: <laughs> what, what's it called?
2: It fucking terrible, but I don't... <laughs> I fish the same people, so it's kind of, uh, they know what my prices are.
1: All right, what's the name of it again?
2: Uh, Appalachian Shore. Appalachian Shore. I do my truck trip. I'll probably run a few more this year. It just scares me having people that don't know how to use shotgun.
1: Well, we appreciate and you being sure. on here. We wish you the best. God bless you. If you ever get to West Texas, look up.
2: I'm going to do that. I may holler at y'all. I'll be out there in Brady at some point this year. But y'all going to be full, too. Yeah, but I can, can always work, work people
1: in. in. I can work you in.
2: Yeah. Well, I got some folks out there, and I may send them up that way. If it's on three
1: hours from y'all, I got some folks always out there. Well, you come up and see me. It would be good seeing be you. Careful. You take care of yourself, you too, and God bless you, bud. Bye. Hey. You got your technical stuff worked out yet there, Andy? I don't know.
0: I'm about to find out, Jeff.
1: All right. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all. Have a great week.
0: Well, shit, I covered that thing up. Check out all of our sponsors Check out Shin Gear Waiters, Check out Pacific Calls, EyeBomb Bomb Industries Boss Shot Shells, Dirty Duck Coffee, Lucky Duck Looking Glass, Duck Club, Gundog Outdoors Goose Creek Retrievers, Bangtail Whiskey EyeSight Drone Service, and Stanford Hunt Outfitters